Welcome, everybody, to the second episode of True Stories with Diego and Connor. Today, our guest is junior Andrew Glassback from Lake Michigan Catholic High School. In the fall, he plays tennis and soccer and golf in the spring. He loves playing the piano and the trumpet, and he also loves writing music. How are you doing, Andrew? I'm doing pretty good. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Um, once again, my co-host is Connor Shooks. Connor, say hi. Hello, everyone. Uh, so we'll just get right up to it. Segment one, I school. So how is school on, and is it hard or easier, Andrew? Um, well, I would say it's a lot easier because usually I'm done with school by like 11 in the morning because they'll yeah. just post assignments and I just do them right away and then I don't have to worry about them. Yeah, and it's it's pretty nice that we have Friday off. Yeah, that's I really enjoy that. It's like a nice three-day weekend. Yeah, I, I tend to get stuff done maybe like Monday or Tuesday mm-hmm. and maybe have like Thursday and Friday off. Yeah. And then do um, wow. you think final exams are going to be easier or harder since we're not in school physically? They are definitely going to be easier. Mr. Mansfield has already told us that our exams going to be like like a third. Yeah, like a third of what the size is usually. Yeah, because he sent us our exam. Uh, study guide already and it looks pretty good yeah. to me and a lot of our classes like i know in civics instead of a, an exam we just have a paper to do and in public speaking we don't have anything yeah it's like those electives aren't really giving exams only like the primary like the only primary subjects we have to have exam like english theology math yeah and right and andrew did you take your ap exam today too uh, no, that's tomorrow at 4 o'clock. Oh. What AP classes do you take, Andrew? Um, well, technically AP Physics, but it's not called AP Physics. It's just called Physics. But we take the AP exam anyway. All right. So when you uh, when you uh, put in your uh, application, are you going to say AP? No. I'm, no? I'm used to play that. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> do you think that you'll pass the test? Um, well, passing is like, what, a three? So yeah, oh, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm gonna. I'm. I'm lucky if I get a two. That's good. Yeah. All right. Go ahead. Uh, and then my other question is: Do you think it was a good idea to postpone the ACT and SAT till next fall for the juniors? I think so because I know it's obvious that now that we're not in school, like physically, the learning has. It hasn't stopped, but it's definitely slowed down. Yeah. So we would have taken our SAT in April, and we would not have been ready because of this whole online schooling thing. This, yeah. Now in October, we'll have over the summer to prepare on sites like Khan Academy and College Board and stuff like that. Yeah, and you can probably talk to your teachers as well to get more information about these tests coming into fall. And then uh, do you think it's an advantage or disadvantage for the juniors heading into their senior year? Could you repeat that? I didn't hear. Uh, do you think the postponement of the tests are an advantage or a disadvantage for juniors heading into their senior um, year? I've actually thought about this a lot, and I think it's both. It could be a, an advantage because this is a worldwide epi- a, epidemic. And yeah. I feel like the classes of 2020 and 2021, like colleges are going to be maybe a little more lenient towards these because, you know, test scores probably 
the average around the world are going to drop at least a bit. I'd be yeah. You're already seeing it now that like some schools like GPAs are either higher or lower because of online learning. Mm-hmm. So I think because it's going to shift pretty much everywhere, it's not going to affect us in such a bad way. It might even help us because I know I've been I haven't been doing better with online learning, but I know I'm doing I'm I'm taking this online learning a lot better than most other people. So yeah. that could potentially be something that helps me, even though it's not really it's hurting us all the same. So Yeah. And do you think like teachers are doing a good job with online learning? I know it's probably hard for some of our teachers because they're new to this technology yeah. and classroom and Google Hangouts. I think that they have adapted pretty well. Um, yeah, I've we've still been going at the same pace in most of my classes. It's just a little bit shorter periods. We don't meet as often, but we're still doing pretty much everything we would in the class. It's just at our own pace because obviously. Not all of them go live every day. Like in our math class, she just posts videos. We watch it in the lesson, then we do some homework problems. And I know other people haven't had it so easy. It's, it's a noticeable difference, but I think that they've been adapting pretty well to it. Yeah, I think so. It's, it's pretty hard for teachers mm-hmm. to go from learning fit, like in school and then learning from a computer. Yeah and trying to communicate with students via email. Mm-hmm. There's a yeah. lot of technical difficulties, too. Yep, there is. All, All right. right. I'm going to go ahead and move it on, and we're going to talk about a little bit about sports and how um, this coronavirus has affected it. Um, so, Andrew, I was going to ask you, what were your favorite sports moments this year and why? Sports moments this year? Yeah. Hmm, well... I guess my favorite, I'll start from the beginning of the year. Uh, For tennis, I would say my favorite moment would be um, we co-op with Bridgman and New Buffalo as a joint tennis team. And we played against Paw Paw, which is a very, very large school. They have very nice tennis courts. It's, It's quite a big, big school. And they are also very good at tennis. And all the other people on our team, this isn't that great of a moment, but all the other people on our team lost, but I managed to win my own personal match. So we didn't lose eight to zero. We only lost seven to one. So I was pretty proud of that. <laughs> kept us from, kept us from a shutout. And it was a tough match too. I didn't, there was a lot of times where I could have easily given up. He was a good opponent, but I just kept going and I didn't really care about the score. I just played every, every match, every point, just like, just like I would normally end. I got the win, so that was pretty cool. <sighs> For soccer, it's hard to say because I was going back and forth between tennis and soccer. Yeah, yeah, it was um, it was pretty good. But I, I would say one of my favorite memories. It's not really that notable, but um, when we played Berrien Springs at Berrien Springs, I remember I finished a tennis match in Bridgman <laughs> against yeah. Coloma. I got a text. I got a call from Coach Overton. I actually called him to see if the game was still going on. He's like, "Yeah, it's halftime." And I was like, "All right, mom, gotta go." All right, go. it was. I, I recall it was five or yeah. one. Or yeah, five, five or one. one. It was. We were <laughs> in just, a big. Deficit. I zoomed over there. I was like, "All right, well, 
I got all my soccer stuff. I came prepared, so I zoomed over there. I changed in the car. I sprinted out to the sideline without any shoes or socks on, and I noticed it was halftime, so I took took a little bit of time, put all my gear on, and I got ready to play. And if I'm correct, I think they only scored maybe one goal in that second half. Yeah, I think yeah. we scored, didn't we? Like, score one or two? I, I, yeah. We did get, yeah, we got one at least. I, yeah. I assisted Matthew Rochefort one time, but I thought that was pretty cool how just the sideline lit up when they saw me sprinting over. Yeah, it was yeah. like it was pretty, an angel. Pretty um, angel. Yeah, it was, it was cool. And just how it kind of boosted morale. We played a lot better in the second half. I mean, four right. wise I wasn't there to see it, but we definitely held them. Too much lower score. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, it definitely put me more at ease, too, because I, I remember that was, like, one of the stretches where we didn't have goalie, mm-hmm. uh, Alex, and so I had to play goalie. And so, yeah, it was definitely a um, something that boosted spirits when Andrew got there, for oh, sure. Yeah. Good one. Now, what about golf? golf? Oh, my favorite golf memory from this year. Oh, probably yeah. picking up sticks so that we could get a – get free free rounds of golf for a season yeah. that doesn't exist anymore. That was Do you remember were you there there the first day when um when it was an optional practice were you there that day? I don't think so. I was I'm pretty sure the first optional practice I skipped it go to go to mass, Connor. Nice. Yeah. I think it was a Wednesday during Lent, so Yeah, it was, I believe. Mm-hmm. That was fun because coach was like obsessing over this SpongeBob golf ball that he found. Well, he does that every year with any SpongeBob golf ball. That's true. I used to have. All right, it was pretty cool. Go ahead. Anyway, all right. Um, if there was one word to describe how your soccer season went, um, what word would you choose? Um, I'd probably choose roller coaster. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Going into the year. It was the first year that we had had to co-op with another team because numbers from LMC were just that low. And I was very nervous going into it. I wasn't, I wasn't, I was open to playing with countryside kids, but I really just wanted it to be an LMC thing because it had been for as long as I can remember and I've played on an only LMC team. But it was our first year of co-op, so I thought, I thought we could try it. And it was our the, we played one game and then immediately afterwards we had the Zion tournament, which we won against D three schools. Yeah, so that was oh, that was probably the peak of the season. Yeah, at the very beginning where we just won that. Yeah, trophy. that was oh man, the and the <laughs> shock that Mr. Carter had. Like you guys want something? Yeah, you guys want something? We gave him the um, trophy and then he's like, wait, what? Yeah, that I don't. It it was just it was a great start to the season. And it didn't help that I was dual sporting, but it definitely made it more interesting running from tennis tennis matches to soccer games. Uh, I don't know if I ever went from a soccer game to a tennis match, but I know I've yeah. I've done a lot of running around. It was it was quite a roller coaster season. We were happy that you were there yeah, I know. when you were there, and we understood that you couldn't make it to some of the games, which is because you're an athlete that does two sports and which is fine i remember how happy you guys were we were playing howardsville and i i circled that on my calendar i knew i wasn't gonna miss that because that was gonna be a tough game 
And it just so happened that the same day we were in tennis, we were playing, I think it was Kalamazoo Christian, which was one of the top tennis teams in the state. And I knew I had to pick between one tough match or one tough game. And I knew that I had already played enough games and enough matches in tennis at my three single spot that I was ready for regionals. So I, I let my tennis coach know that I was going to, I was going to be skipping one of these game, one of these matches so I could go to soccer. And I know everyone was very happy with that decision. <laughs> yeah, we were. <laughs> yeah. And I think a lot of the progress that we made during the season, just with, you know, losing some of our guys from last year, definitely um, went over to indoor soccer and we had a lot of success there as well. Yeah. And I think just the, the feeling of indoor soccer, it's a little more laid back. We don't feel as pressured. I feel like we play better when we're not under that sort of stress. Not necessarily a good yeah. thing for outdoor, but I mean, it helped us in indoor. Right. And what are some improvements that you think need to happen for Lakers soccer to be back on top in our district? Conditioning. <laughs> I think, yeah. I think, all, I think like all that. there is to it. If we were in shape yeah, we were... last season we could have we could have done a lot better and part of that was on yeah. me and Ben as captains <sighs> but we're going to be doing a lot better this year we're going to start earlier and we're going to harder hopefully if corona passes by we can start yeah one well, i think that coaching shifts had to do with a part of it yeah too. that was another thing just having to get used to new coach year after year after year and even that was just mentally exhausting, having to meet new coaches and learn. Because from Coach Schmidt to Coach Cox to Coach Overton, that was three different, completely different coaching styles, and it was hard to get used to. But I, I still think we did very well with our transition. We did as best we could with what we had to work with. And next year, it's just going to be Coach Overton and all right. Or Alberto, I don't know. Anyway. My next question would be, do you think that some sports get more attention than others, even though one is succeeding more than the other? Um, I would like to say yes, because I would really... See, yeah, that's, that's, this is my question, all right? Because I know that... People are going to get mad because of football and soccer. But for the past, what, three or four years, LMC football has been getting, what, new uniforms yeah. every other year. And what I was saying is that I think I think it's time for the Lakers soccer team to get some new uniforms, mm-hmm. you know? We were supposed to this past year, and I think that – Yeah, we were, but then, like, the coaches, coaches changed. changed and plans were just trashed. Yeah, we just decided to, just to stick with the older yeah. ones. Well, I mean, not even with those sports, like the golf program, we did very well last year. I feel like it's not like that's a very fun spectator sport. I'm not going to, I'm not going to get on people's cases for not coming to golf matches. I don't blame them. I hate watching golf. (laughs) I like playing it, but I can't watch it. So I don't, I don't blame people for not coming to those, but, but yeah, the golf team probably did better than any other sport that. I mean, I know sideline, not sideline, competitive shield is good, but like golf, that was a good season. 
I'm yeah, more, it was. more for other people than me, but <laughs> it was a good season. So I think all sports in general just need to get a little bit more recognition. I know basketball is always like the participation, like pretty much everyone's there, but then when it comes to like soccer, it's soccer and even tennis, like, I know that was our first year, but I never saw anyone. I saw a few people. I was surprised to see a few people, even at scrimmages. But anyway. Thank- yeah, I'm not going to lie, Andrew. When we were playing soccer, I did not want to go to any of your tennis games because I was still kind of mad that you were, right. you know, dual sporting. So I was like, I'm not going to go show them any support. But now that <laughs> now that it's passed, next year I'll plan on making yeah, some I- more, making two more. Tennis matches because yeah, senior think, year. Uh, I think Connor will be there all the time now that he's going to be joining the tennis team, right? Hopefully, yeah. Oh, yeah. another dual sport. I think I really nice. He saw how good we were. He's like, "Oh, I want to be on that gravy train." <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right, and my last question for you on our sports segment would be. Um, how did you and our golf team react to finding out our season was canceled? Well, I know, first of all, I can say with certainty that there are probably a little, a few more people that are more disappointed than I am. I'm still <laughs> disappointed playing golf, but sometimes it's, you know, a player of my caliber, he can he can use a little break, you know. <laughs> I don't know how for my hey, I don't know okay, how man, go yeah. for my morale to get another one sixty one. I definitely yeah. feel that I know, I know. like you and like Chaz. Yeah, I and Connor that, are that definitely I was gonna say you, it. Chaz, and Connor. I know are probably devastated because that's I don't know if Connor likes. It's probably your favorite sport. Probably Chaz's favorite sport. And just one season yeah. gone, especially for, especially for Connor, because this is his senior season. He just has, doesn't get to play. It's kind of, it's. I feel bad right. for him, but in my own personal opinion, it's it's been kind of nice to have another season off where I don't have to go to sports. Because usually winter is my season off, but now I'm I'm still staying active. I play like basketball in my driveway and stuff, but. I do kind of miss golf practices because those were always fun with Coach Rakowitz. <clears throat> yeah. All right. We'll go All ahead right. and move on to our third segment with you, D. So our third segment is called Hotline Questions, which is a segment where the audience gets to ask our guests questions they have. So our first question is from Ben Johnson. He said, um, are you excited to become a senior? Uh, and yeah, why? I'm very excited to become a senior. Um, I just I feel like I've always looked down, been looked, yeah, I've always been looked down upon, um, because I'm short. Not don't not because of grade or anything, but now this is just one reason why I'm I'm a little taller than everyone else, even though <laughs> I can hold yeah everyone else with this. And also, I, I think just senior sports is a little bit more exciting. Yeah. Um, 
So, and then another question she said, how was taking the responsibility of being master of the knights? And then maybe you can explain what the knights All right, are. So, it's the Holy Temple to start. Is, um, it's a fraternity of young men for, in high school. It's mostly a local thing. It's only in the Midwest as of right now. But it's a fraternity for young men in high school who want to pursue their faith in a deeper level, uh, especially through brotherhood, um, as it is a fraternity, and in serving the Lord in the Mass, as we serve Masses every weekend. Of course, we haven't been able to do that as a community and as a brotherhood recently because of this coronavirus, but we still do have meetings, um, business meetings, fraternity meetings over the over the internet. Um, and just this past year, about a year ago from around this time, um, I was elected the new master of the council. It was a very great responsibility for me, especially since I was only a sophomore and there was a handful of knights who were older than me. And uh, it was just a really cool experience to be given that leadership opportunity, especially in something in a matter so dear to us. Um, it, it's, it was kind of humbling to become, because as, as the master, it's not really a leader. It is a leadership position, but you're not, per se, in, you are in charge, but you're not in charge. You're also serving your other brother knights by putting on meetings and like doing a, um, setting aside time for activities to help them grow in their faith. Um, it's a lot of work, but I think it's work that it, that well pays off in in just the wholesomeness of the activities that you do. And it's it's a great responsibility that I'm very excited to hand off to another brother night very soon, as we're going to be having our elections in the next week. So I think I I'm, I'm excited to help the new master with his responsibilities, teach him, show him the ropes, as you would say. And uh, <laughs> don't do that, Connor. That's, that's, that's weird. <laughs> um, so, yeah. All right. Uh, the next, the final question is from Melanie. She said, um, what type of vegetable would you be if you were in, oh, if you were ooh, on VeggieTales? I know. Sure. I, I don't want to say I think about this a lot, but I think, a lot, yeah. You probably do. Um, I would definitely be rhubarb. Um, probably because <laughs> it's it's a it's a it's a very out of the out of the ordinary vegetable. It's not it doesn't taste like any other vegetable. It's very sweet. It's also very sour at times. Um, but yeah, it's it's not like any of the other vegetables, and it's great for making pies because I love pie, and all around great vegetable. vegetable. All right. I think that's a great way to end this podcast. Uh, thanks, Andrew, no for meeting with us. And I hope you and your family stay safe and healthy. All right. Uh, thanks, everyone, for listening to True Stories with Diego and Connor. Uh, we're signing off. Thanks for listening. All right. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.